Welcome to the Podiatry Business Podcast, brought to you by your host, Lorcan O'Donnella, podiatrist and health business mentor. The podcast that is designed to help current and aspiring podiatry clinic owners to make the most of their clinic, turning it into a true business that can work without them, allowing them the freedom to earn more, work less, and live a better life. Welcome to episode number seven of the Podiatry Business Podcast with myself, Lorcan O'Donnella. Um, this is a podcast I, to be honest, I was never expecting to record last week. Um, the title of the podcast is How to Make Sure That Your Podiatry Business Survives the Coronavirus Lockdown. So this past week in Ireland, where I'm based, we are not in a lockdown, but we are in a de facto lockdown, as in uh, nobody is coming outside their door pretty much. And 90, 95% of all small businesses in the country have completely shut their doors. Um, and between one in five and uh, one in four people have been laid off. In my clinic, we follow the advice of the government, which was to um, stay open and try to practice social distancing. Now, that's not so easy, but we did our best and we followed all, as usual, best hygiene practices. But as the week progressed, I could see that the public were more and more nervous about coming out and the decision was made during the week that A, we had to um, temporarily let go all of our staff and quite quickly after that, within a number of hours, the decision was made to close the clinic completely for two reasons. One was for health and safety of the public. Um, my own wife, who's a nurse and has been um, on leave for the last two and a half years, has left our company and has uh, donned her nursing uniform to go back. And I want to be able to be there for uh, to help her these few weeks so that she can go and do that job. And secondly, if I was to continue putting my head in the sand and believing I could um, keep the clinic running with uh, less and less and less patients and less and less cash flow, we would quite quickly have run out of money and the clinic would have went bust. And I would have had no company for my staff to come back to when this is over. So the decision was made that we all members of staff, including myself, we've all lost our job temporarily. Um, now, we are being supported by our government, as I, I'm most seem to be around the world, but it has been an awful shock. Um, the way I look at it, my uh, role at this point is to make sure that that business survives so that we are there when this is all over, because it will finish at some stage. Now, it's been a traumatic week, but I've been through this before. A number of years ago, if you've read my book, Podiatry Business Success Secrets, you'll see that I almost lost everything a number of years ago um, through complete mismanagement and not knowing what I was doing. And I I dithered for too long to make a decision because I didn't want to face up to reality. And I did not take the hard decisions quickly enough. And I that led to the situation where today, this week, I knew what decisions needed to be made and I was ready to make them and be as ruthless as I needed to be for the betterment of the business long term. So if you're a clinic owner and you're going through something like this right now, um, then this is this podcast is for you because I want to kind of show you the path out of this, that that you don't lose your way. And when this is all over, that your business isn't there for you. So to start with, what you need to remember is you need to look after yourself and your family first. 
Okay, you need to get your head right. You need to realize that, yes, this is a huge shock. There's a significant drop in some places, a complete stop in cash flow. But this is temporary and it will not last. There will, when this finishes, be a huge uptake in health services. There will be, in all likelihood, if you're a clinic owner, a increased availability in labor. And there will be more opportunities when this is over in marketing. As in, people will be less inclined to market, so marketing costs will have dropped um, when we're come out the other side of this. What I would suggest you do, and what I have done, is, yes, initially you're going to panic a bit, but take a few deep breaths and think that you should focus on what you can control. Because you can't control everything. Things like this will always happen throughout your business life. Outside shocks, outside unexpectations, recessions. Now, this is probably one of the most extreme we'll ever have. But you can only control what your decisions are and what you do day to day. Start to do that. Second thing, you should, you should realize that if you be, start to build and work through this systematically, you will build confidence and build forward mo- motion and you will get through this. The next thing I've done personally is I've banned the news in my house. The only news I look at is once a day I look at the national broadcaster to see how things are going and I look at my local um, uh, health service website to see what what is the advice they're giving me to do. Because social media um, the and a lot of these news companies, th- there's a lot of negativity in that. Now, I understand that people are worried, but bringing nev- negativity into your head as a business owner at this point is not going to assist you to make the hard-headed, clear decisions you need to to save your business. You need to be the leader of your team um, and of your business. So get rid of social media. Personally, I've deleted Facebook and Twitter. I've deleted all of the newspaper um, from my phone and I don't look at them at all anymore. I once a day log in and have a look and see what's on those websites I mentioned. And you should consider doing something similar. Okay, so a few practical points that you need to do now. And this is what I've been recommending to my clients this past week or two. So you need to start to plan for the worst case scenario, which is that you can either go into a complete lockdown if you haven't already done so, um, or such a large drop in cash flow that it isn't viable to stay open for a long period of time. Your job is to ensure that your business survives over this period. And the issue is going to be not a lack of patience, but their inability to come to to you. So you'll essentially have a cash flow issue. You'll have a, a, a significant drop or a stop of cash flow. And you need to be prepared to make some tough decisions. Number one, you should speak to your bank about as large a line of credit as you possibly can, as soon as you possibly can. Uh, An accountant mentor of mine always taught me to ask for more than you need. Now, it's difficult to know how much you're going to need at this point because we don't know how long this is going going to go on. But always ask for more than you need because it's difficult to ask twice. Second, look into what supports are available now from your local community, your local government, to help you in this situation because countries across the Western Hemisphere are implementing extraordinary uh, 
economic and financial um, measures to help us. So reach out and ask for that help. Work out as in as much possible detail as you can what you expect your expenditure to be over a protracted period of time. So I don't mean weeks. I mean, in this case, months. Personally, I've worked out what it's going to cost me to run my clinic as when I have it in deep freeze almost for four to six months because I don't know when this will end. If it ends in two months, perfect. But if it goes on long enough, I need to make sure that the cash is there, that I have worked out exactly what I need to keep my clinic open. You will need to make the hard decisions on where you will have to cut i.e. stop paying to paying if it comes to it. This can include rent. This can include wages, just like I did this week. I've had to, unfortunately, and it was one of the hardest things I've ever had to do, let seven staff go because if I was to continue paying them for the next three, four weeks, there would be no job for them at the end of it. The thing to remember is it is not just you. It is every other clinic. It is every other business in your country that's going through the same thing. You can always sort it out afterwards. So speak to your landlord. Uh, speak to your bank regarding your mortgage and your loan applications. Here in Ireland, and I know similar in the UK and others, they have frozen all mortgages and all business loans for three months. I would suggest you consider cancelling any direct debits you have and start to pay them manually as you go and extend the terms of credit as much as you can. Don't be afraid to pay them very late if you have to. You can always fix it afterwards. And if you haven't gone through this before, it sounds like I couldn't possibly do this, but haven't done this before in a situation where I nearly lost everything, essentially people, if you are, will communicate with them, will be flexible and they, they understand the situation they're in because they're in the exact same situation at this point. Number six, you want to try to maximize your collections. So if you have any outstanding debts from patients, do your best to uh, close those if you can. But obviously you need to be as understanding with them as you're hoping your suppliers and your uh, creditors are with you. Number seven, be prepared to be ruthless in this process. You're going to have to hoard cash. You can't be paying everything to everyone because you will run out of cash and your business will become insolvent and you will be unable to open. You'll have no petrol in the tank to restart the engine when you need it. And number eight, like I said to you before, is stay off social media. It will only make you worry more and that is of no help to you. Remember, this will pass. It will be a very short, relative, sharp drop in your cash flow, but it, you will rebound probably even faster. Look at all those people that are out walking. They're going to need someone to help them in a few weeks' time, few months' time, and it needs to be you. And it's the clinics that keep a cool head now, even though this is scary for your business, that will survive and that will rebound fastest. Now, I do know that some clinics are still open, and even the clinics that are, have closed like mine, when they do come back, what we need to remember is that our patients are scared. And what they're scared of is catching the coronavirus. So if you are open or when you do reopen, you need to make sure that you are all over the hygiene 
and that you let them see that you are all over the hygiene. Now, I know podiatrists are very good at this. Uh, my wife, who's a nurse, is, is so surprised at how many people didn't know how to wash their hands. But she take, takes it for granted that us podiatrists, us medics, we understand um, hygiene. We need to put out front and center to our patients that we are on top of this. And we need to help them manage their fears of that. We also need to make sure that we stay in touch with our present patients, our present patient list. Do this by phone, letting them know, even if you're closed, that you're going to be there for them. What we've done in my clinic is we've sent out a broadcast text, our first time ever doing that, uh, because it's not appropriate uh, in normal circumstances. We also sent out emails, and we've changed our website and our messages on our phones to say that we are closing for the moment. However, we are available to see any true emergencies and uh, while we haven't told them, so we won't be charging them for this. We understand that there are people out there that we have to keep out of the A&E and out of the GP clinic, and they too are having financial difficulties. One of the key things to making sure that you rebound quickly is that your patients have kept in touch with you throughout this, and that you have a list of those that have either paused their treatment or put it off altogether so that when this we is gone and we can restart, that you can contact those patients and reassure them that you are open and ready to help them again. Remember, you're not alone. Everyone in the profession, everyone in the country is going through the same thing. So do reach out for help. Feel free to uh, to uh, send me an email or, or con- con- contact me on LinkedIn. And if anything I can help you with, I'll do so. I'm not the only one I know that's made these offers. We have to stick together um, as community. So before I sign off, what I would say to you is, even if you're panicking, that's okay. But you need to, to focus now on what you can control. You need to become decisive and you need to look at your figures as soon as possible and make hard decisions as soon as possible. I'd also suggest that you use the free time that you have available now to begin to, to do some CPD on business because as a business owner, you will need to be on top of your game through this uh, crisis and again once it's over. Don't just simply study uh, musculoskeletal or, or clinical stuff because end of the day, it is your business skills that will get you through this, not your clinical skills. If you need any help, Reach out to me, like I said earlier, but until next time, this is Lorcan Donnella signing off.